0: with
1: sound hey welcome to the first episode of watch with sound my name is josh landicho and i'm with my co-host
0: carmela ocampo
1: and this is a podcast about movies soundtrack cinematography anything about film media and it looks like it's that time
0: Avengers is coming out <laughs> this week. It's going to be like one of the biggest box office weekends in like, I don't know. It's going to be entire yeah, world. the
1: biggest, <laughs> it's probably the biggest this year probably. Right now I got my Thanos gauntlet on <laughs> as we record this. Um,
0: it's more of a sippy cup. Yeah, a little sippy <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing's in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have to fake the slurp.
1: Um, but... Carmelo, what are your first impressions? What do you think is gonna happen? What do you want to happen, etc.
0: All right, so we began <laughs> we began this journey for the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, right? Okay, so I feel like. He's the one... I don't know. He'll have, like, this epic arc from, like, across 10 years, right? And he'll finally end with, like, this movie. I feel like... I feel like he it's gonna be him. He's gonna be the one to go.
1: You think he's gonna die? Out
0: of the big three, yeah. The so big three are Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Okay. Okay? You think he's gonna die? I think he's gonna either die or, like, retire and, like, not... And only appear as, like, a cameo in future movies, okay. but... I feel like he's the one to like really go. What do you think? I mean
1: before we deep dive, <laughs> what do you think would you think about like the trailers I released and um, how they portrayed this movie without giving out anything? too much like how do you what do you think about the trailers
0: from the trailers so far i mean it's just really showing like the rest of the or what's left of the avengers like assembling and like getting ready to like gear up and fight and like it's showing like how the world was like after the snap and like um yeah it's more of just like a montage of them like getting ready to battle but not actually showing like thanos or like anyone else but i i totally get it because like if you think about infinity wars like first trailers like mainly showing thanos or like some battle scenes and stuff and it was like a little more obvious about like what was gonna happen but totally get it that they're gonna keep like what's gonna happen under wraps
1: yeah like when i first watched the trailers it just seemed like they're just on earth it (laughs) it didn't seem like it was gonna go farther from that like it didn't seem like they're gonna fight anyone or anything it just seemed like they're just trying to live their normal <laughs> lives kind of but um seeing the later trailers i kind of get the gist of how they're going gearing up and gonna go to the Fet thanos to fight but also watching the trailers i feel like it's not that much is gonna happen like it's just <laughs> them gearing up meeting Bre- meeting captain marvel and just sort of seeing what they have left essentially it just seemed sort of it seems like it's going to be an empty movie. Of course, I could be wrong, but it just seemed more of a development with how they're going to fight Thanos and than actually fighting Thanos. I don't know. Maybe they just did a good job of the trailers, but that's what I got out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so far they've uh, done a good job of like not having any spoilers, even with like the premiere happening yesterday or today. Um, what's it called? I feel like the first half of Endgame is going to be similar to the first half of Infinity War in a sense where it's just going to focus on the Avengers assembling and doing their thing, and then the second half will finally be, like, battling. Just like in Infinity War, right? Like, with Thanos just, like, moving, like, from planet to planet and gathering all the stones, and then finally, second half was the big fight in Wakanda. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be pretty similar with Endgame
1: okay um going back to your robert Downey jr <laughs> uh, theory i think yeah you either iron so? Ca- <laughs> iron man or captain america is definitely gonna die okay because it's confirmed that they're not going to be in the next movies i think they like tweeted about it or something <laughs> but like they for sure aren't going to be in the next movies unless they're just saying that for the I whole movie's like,
0: sake yeah i feel like you can't you can't trust what they like confirm and don't confirm or I feel like I can't trust it anymore I don't know because it's just like we don't know if they're speaking from like a PR view and you're like they're just like oh yeah we have to say this because to psych you out yeah to psych like the audience out we don't want like people to know so we're gonna confuse them yeah
1: but I mean Robert Downey Jr. has been the starting fire of the whole Marvel Universe like he's the first movie so I think it's I would. It'd be time to hang up that old, you know, mask and uh, electronic heart, whatever he has. <laughs> but I would, yeah, I would understand Robert Downey Jr. leaving, even though I love him. You gotta move on sometimes, you know?
0: You gotta move on. Yeah, I could also see both of them sort of stepping back, too. Because, like, with the introduction of Captain Marvel, I could see her taking the place um, of Captain America's, like, position in the team i don't know who'd replace iron man though so
1: you're like sort of resetting the whole resetting like the iconic three with a new lineup
0: a new lineup yeah yeah. i've if anyone was gonna quote unquote replace iron man it would be spider-man maybe tom holland spider-man um since he's sort of like his mentor or protege or his protege i mean in the movies currently so that's also possible
1: do you think gamora's gonna come back
0: I feel like she is. I feel like she is and I'm like a little torn about that, that theory I have because her coming back sort of ruins that whole moment in Infinity War where you know he like murdered his daughter that part was tight i like that part it was great but also like obviously heartbreaking (laughs) (laughs) you
1: don't (laughs) love anything and then he's crying and he's like oh shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) he loves me i don't know i've i have a feeling she's gonna come back
1: yeah especially because there's a new guardians coming too so yeah
0: i mean is there is it like oh, still set to like oh. i don't know with the whole james gunn thing i don't know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's back i heard
1: he's back yeah, oh,
0: yeah 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 that's like a whole other deal to you uh, i'm still like i'm not i wasn't a hater but i also wasn't like mm, i don't know how i feel about the whole thing yet
1: <laughs> yeah i i thought he's a good director and yeah. I, I kind of get that he has a weird sense of humor, but like, I don't know. it's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's not it's uh, a weird
0: climate. It's very political, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird climate. I don't know where to stand. It's so it's slippery, slippery slope. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, since we're so deep already in this <laughs> in this recording, and people can't turn off yet, <laughs> what do you think of the whole Marvel films and Disney films?
0: Marvel films and Disney films. What do you? Mean?
1: What's your opinion mm-hmm. on? the films in general. Because we, we always had this conversation about the next Marvel movie or, like, the Disney movie and how we essentially feel about it, first take. And both of us usually aren't that excited for these kind of movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> like,
0: what are you... I do. Yeah, I think it goes back to the whole, like, what's it called? The superhero movie, like, just the volume of, like, how many yeah, there exactly. are. And, like... Like, I thought the bubble would bur- would have burst, like, a while ago, and I guess it... I don't think it... I think it did for a little bit, maybe, like, a couple of years ago before, like, during um, the whole DC, like, movie revival. I think when, like, all those movies were coming out, and at the same time Marvel movies were coming out, it was becoming really saturated, but I feel like, um since last year DC or since whenever Justice League was was that two years ago? Uh -uh. Yeah I feel like DC's really in in a smart way slowed down their production of like you know their movies and I feel like they're really gonna like think carefully about what they put out and actually take their time with the script and story thank you (laughs) 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 and yeah I mean yeah you and I are like insane marvel movie fans and aren't like jumping for joy every time yeah. there's a release but we still like watch them because like they're still fun we still enjoy them but
1: personally I like it's like i don't know whenever i see a new disney or marvel movie it's just so tiresome because it's like the same formula like the same sort of marketing they have and watching the movie it's usually the same thing that happens i don't know it's like Boring, it's not boring, like boring in the sense of like creating, you know,
0: yeah. Like, we already know what to expect, kind mm-hmm. of like every time, and it's always. I mean, I guess with Infinity War, like it wasn't a happy ending, but we all know it's gonna be a happy ending eventually, <laughs> right? There's always gonna be new heroes, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know, it just seems sort of repetitive at this point that we're gonna get a superhero movie or a Disney movie, and like that's where I get so bored with it. But of course, yeah, I'm going to watch them. <laughs> but it just seems at this sort of standstill with uh, that sort of Disney and Marvel movie creation is that they're just pumping out famous superheroes, a
0: machine.
1: marketing these superheroes, and then making toys out of these superheroes. Essentially, like each superhero movie is just a cash cow. <laughs> um, it's, it's what it feels like. Of course, like they probably do put a lot of time and effort in it, but it just seems like. It's off for the money.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially with how formulaic they've become. Um, but you know what? Let's talk about the superhero movies that stood out to us that didn't follow a formula, aka Logan, Deadpool. Can you name any other ones? I can't think of any other ones right now. But I do. I do really appreciate those, um, even though even though they're classified as superhero movies, they didn't follow like a very like you know, the Marvel or Disney formula. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, first of all, they were both rated R. Second of all, they, it, they, if they felt more, like, meaningful and emotional and, like, more real, I guess. And I know, like, it's hard to make things, like, emotional and real like that for, like, Marvel movies where they, you know, take place in space sometimes. Um, and they do their best and, like, sometimes they succeed in some moments, um, but yeah those are like I guess just two I can think of that's really stood out to me in the past couple years maybe
1: yeah even watching those two movies it was a giant disconnect with how I watched it because usually I have sort of this not like how I watched it but how I perceived it because when I watched Deadpool I just watched it as Deadpool not as a Marvel movie when I watched yeah. Logan I watched it as a Logan movie not as a Marvel movie and it sort of gave me a different feeling than how usual Marvel movies give me.
0: Yeah, like I think, I, it,
1: I didn't even think, like, oh, this is a Marvel movie. I just thought, oh, this is a great movie kind of a thing.
0: It was, like... it Because they were... They were acted as just standalone movies because they weren't really connected to a whole universe. Which is, like... Like, it's really cool that there is a Marvel Cinematic Universe so, like, that all the stories are consistent and they all lead to, like, you know, a, very, a similar place. Yeah. And they don't feel disconnected, but yeah like what's happening now at some point they feel like the same thing over and over and over again it's just like one long tv show yeah (laughs) exactly yeah but then you have like some standouts i'd say like in within the mcu like kind of like guardians and maybe ant-man
1: guardians when it first came out ant-man yeah not so much
0: (laughs) ant-man was like it was
1: because it kind of pushed it a little bit but yeah. not as much. Like it pushed it, and then that sort of came the the example for the rest of the movies. That kind of comedic level and how it was kind of filmed and how it kind of portrayed itself as a movie. It, it sort of kept that because whenever after Batman, I saw a lot more comedic relief throughout mm, the other movies. For sure, the Batman sort of sprinkled on, and that's okay. what I think sort of set the tone for the rest of the movies.
0: For sure, like. Yeah, I think before Ant-Man it was sort of a mixed bag when it came to comedy. It was like sometimes sometimes Iron Man movies were funny, Captain America movies were not funny. They were like really serious, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then same thing with the Thor. First like couple Thor movies, it was like a weird mix of comedy, but also it was really dark. Mm-hmm. And then did Guardian Guardians came out before Ant-Man, right? I feel like that, I I don't know if that movie sort of, like, paved the way for, like, that type of com that type of weird comedy, or right, double checking right now, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I feel like, I feel like Guardians came out before Ant-Man.
1: Guardians <laughs> came out first, then Ant-Man, so, I, yeah, I would say Guardians was the one that set the tone for the comedic relief and all that.
0: No, I, I totally see what you're saying with um, Ant-Man, though, because Guardians was sort of, like on the spectrum of weird comedy at the very end and then ant-man like kind of like was in the middle it was like not super weird not super wacky like
1: guardians had this sort of test period to see which (laughs) was the funniest part and whatever and they capitalized that with ant-man
0: yeah and they were like you know what paul red perfect (laughs) (laughs) He's really he's really funny, but also really charming. So we got it. We got it in the bag. <laughs> All
1: right. So even though we uh, aren't the biggest fans of Marvel and Disney movies, I'm still really stoked for this movie, especially how Infinity War came out. And um, I can't wait to see if either of our little predictions are right.
0: I mean, wait, one last question. Who do you think is going to give the final blow to Thanos?
1: that's a good question i don't know i think i'd like to think it's like a together thing <laughs> you We know, all like have a hand in it but i feel like
0: it's one final i mean it's, yeah. it's
1: probably captain america or iron man oh that you think does so it. yeah because they're the, they're the ones that are leaving I f- so i mean
0: i feel like it's gonna be nebula oh wow yeah i feel like it's gonna be nebula because you know of what happened with gomora mm-hmm. yeah hmm she has a person like a very personal Personland stake it. in it yeah yeah yeah. that's true you know because like the other heroes it's more of like a you know you killed everyone in the universe or half of everyone in the universe but Nebula's like you killed the one person i actually cared about that's in the true. entire universe yeah.
1: <laughs> that's interesting though because i would have never thought she'd be the one to do it
0: exactly
1: yeah <laughs> Alright, so when you hear from us again, it's going to be <laughs> after we watch the movie and we can give the final thoughts about this. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bring me Thanos! <laughs> Warning. This part has spoilers. So if you haven't watched the movie yet and you plan on watching it, we suggest turning this part off. Whew! <laughs> We're back from the three-hour journey that is The Avengers. Carmella, <laughs> what did you think of the movie?
0: Um, I really liked it. I had a lot of fun with it, and I'm just glad that I didn't have to pee during the movie. But yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. I didn't have crazy, like, expectations going into it. I didn't think it was going to be really bad, and I didn't think it was going to be insanely amazing. Something I didn't expect was that I was really emotional. I didn't, like, expect all of the emotional parts to actually get me, and man, I, like, cried so much. I don't know. Did you cry, Josh?
1: (laughs) I did not cry. (laughs) You have no heart. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought the movie was... Pretty great. Like I you told me that you didn't have like outstanding feelings for the movie, but when I first got out of the movie I thought it was pretty amazing. I wasn't as emotional, but I did see the emotion emotion. I did see the the emotional parts in there but I didn't get overly emotional where I'd cry or anything, but I was just really into it. It was very entertaining and And
0: and brazy. And brazy the f- i think the first part i got emotional over or that i didn't expect to was when um sorry when ant-man saw his daughter again i thought
1: that was emotional but not as like, emotional as like i don't people know we getting it like it's pretty crazy because it's like <laughs> my dad's back from the dead
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know it, i don't know why that note just like rang with me i think it was i don't know in part with paul rudd's good acting facial expressions confusion and also like Cause the scene before that was him like going through the the gravestones, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. the gravestones, and oh, yeah, yeah. hoping he doesn't see his daughter's name, and when then he sees himself, and then actually, and then he sees himself, and then actually, but then actually seeing his daughter like all grown up, and then I don't know, it was kind of like that part in Interstellar where Matthew McConaughey pretty much watches Murph grow yeah. up, and he's like crying, and I don't know lot of mixed a lot of mixed emotions
1: i thought that part was pretty crazy too because i would not expect to see her daughter one alive and two to be this older person like grown like, up that's her yeah that's crazy
0: anyways just to backtrack um let's just start with what we thought about i don't know the structure of the movie with the her first half being basically like you know, the plot of Ocean's 12 with the heist. And then, oh, yeah. yeah. I think the first thing
1: that kind of caught my attention is that they, like, straight up killed Thanos off bat. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, They just walked, they just pulled up <laughs> and <laughs> chopped his head off. <laughs> yeah. And Captain, um, Captain Marvel was just like, he's on this planet right here. Like, oh, all right, let's go. <laughs> and then put the stones are gone. Thanos is half dead, essentially. It's interesting that Dan also didn't think about them going back in time. Yeah. Like, if you're just this amazing being, <laughs> don't you think that they could do <laughs> all this or undo all this?
0: I feel like the only possibility that he probably thought they had of going back through time was through with the time stone. And he with, at that point, he yeah. destroyed. He was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, there's no way um, I can rest happy. Yeah. But yeah, he was wrong, and like yeah, just the sudden his sudden death. Um, I in went, f- for <laughs> I went
1: for the I head.
0: Went for the head. For the, head. the first half kind of it kind of put a break on all of the hype from the first movie, where they had such a hard time trying to kill him. Oh, yeah. Like everyone had like had such a hard time trying to defeat him, and then within the first what five minutes, cho- head chopped off. <laughs> I think I kind
1: of. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, but I wouldn't. I wasn't like expecting to see Thanos throughout the movie, because I think I said in my prediction. Yeah. It was gonna be Thanosless. Thanosless. (laughs) Most of the movie, like it's just gonna be like uh, just them trying to figure out what to do.
0: I didn't. I mean, I thought I would see less of him, definitely from from what we saw in the first movie. I just didn't realize how how much less. Like he was. His screen time was probably less than, what, 20 minutes? Yeah.
1: He was still the main <laughs> bad guy, but it wasn't overpowering yeah. to the point as Infinity War.
0: Yeah, this movie didn't... I mean, it had a big bad villain, but their struggles were more with, you know, just obtaining these m- MacGuffins, <laughs> the stones. MacGuffins? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I kind of liked, like, that change of pace, I guess. Because, you know, with every Marvel movie, you expect, you know, just one big bad to be the main um, problem, source of, like, difficulty. But, in this case, they, you know, inserted time travel, which is, like, a whole, you know, problem in itself.
1: I thought with this movie, they focused more on development, apart from action. Like, the finny duel was just, I feel like, all action, action, action. Compared yeah. to this one, is more like them trying to develop a plan and develop a way to stop him.
0: Develop characters, develop emotional beats. Yeah, I think they spent a lot of like more quiet, quiet moments with each character where they kind of set the tone of like where they were at five years later. Yeah, like with um, Black Widow, she was you know trying to basically <sighs> still trying to be director of Shield. Um, and even when, and then Captain America was, like, doing that rehab thing, trying to help people move on, you know, still being himself, and then Hawkeye, you know, just killing people. Uh, Being a hitman. (laughs) Being a hitman. One man Um, hitman.
1: Earlier you were talking about how, like, it dove into this sort of, like, time movie where they go back in time and sort (laughs) of try and get all the stones back. How did you feel about that?
0: Um, I thought... I thought it was really clever on their part, because, and also I was sort of expecting it. I think a lot of people were expecting it. Um, I don't think people were expecting um, it to be through, what's it called, the, I don't know, I even know what they called it in the movie, Ant-Man's, the quantum, the quantum realm. The quantum realm. I don't think people were expecting it be to be, it be through the quantum realm. I definitely was expecting it to be with the the time stone. Earlier, after they killed Thanos and he said he reduced the the stones into atoms, I was like, oh okay, are they just gonna shrink and pick up all the atoms and put them together (laughs) I guess? (laughs) But that would have been a really boring movie. (laughs) Um, I
1: thought they're going to do something with Ant-Man just because he went through this crazy portal and like they made it a point. To have that at the end of the Ant- Ant-Man film, so I was guessing they're gonna do something with that and with Captain Marvel, oh, yeah. but I didn't know they're gonna go back in time and collect all the stones again. Yeah, which sort of reminded me of like my favorite movie, Back to the Future. <laughs> they essentially like did this sort of like <laughs> yeah. fun, witty, like oh we're gonna visit all the movies again and yeah. do this, um, which is funny because um, the Iron Patriot for his real name, but sort of says like you know like bill and ted's excellent adventure this and that back to the future he names off all the movies that they're gonna copy at that (laughs) and then essentially like makes fun of back to the future being bullshit but that's what they did with the movie um i know i sound kind of hostile but (laughs) (laughs) i know you sound very passionate about this i actually thought that was really cool i really like that they did that but at the same time i was like oh you think it?
0: You think it was an easy way out in terms it was of an easy way out. but at the same time, I didn't have a problem with it. It was very yeah. Enjoyable. It's fun to watch. Yeah, and that's honestly what counts in the end for like these Marvel movies, because you can't really expect to think too hard about them. Like you can nitpick at the plot and all that like all day, but ultimately it doesn't really matter as long as you had a good time, right? Yeah, because like um,
1: just them visiting the movies was kind of funny because it's like okay. How are they going to deal with seeing themselves? Um, at the same time, I was like, oh, I wonder how they look like, like, yeah. comparatively from then to now. Um, so it was pretty fun, and it was kind of funny that they, the take they put with them contrasting each other and be like, wow, I was really like that back then, kind of a <laughs> thing. Um, but it's just, that's the first thing I thought of, like, this is like Back to the Future. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, you have so many biffs in it, you have so many Marty McFly's, it's just like, that's the first thing I thought of. Um...
0: And I think that's why I thought it was clever that they use time travel as a device. Like, they had a reason to go through all their old, like, movies and sort of remind everyone, like, how it all started Mm -hmm. and, like, really ingrain into the audience that, like, they came a long way. And, like, it's just, like, a reminder of all your, like, previous favorite Marvel movies. And it was also... An opportunity for them to kind of celebrate themselves <laughs> in yeah. a way, right? It was
1: kind of like a love letter. Yeah, like especially going back, they went back specifically to the first Avenger movie. Yeah, they could have gone to like any other movie, but they went to that one. So I think it's kind of like, it, hey, it, look at us. It made sense within, too. Yeah. yeah, it did make sense.
0: And within like the movie itself, so that was like really cool.
1: Um, I just thought um, how it was funny that Hulk saw himself back then, <laughs> yeah. and how Hulk was He's Professor like- Hulk. Um, but is this funny how he like Watched himself in short <laughs> things like what's that so like,
0: like that wasn't me it's so angry <laughs> That's not me now Look how much development I've gone through um, Speaking of Hulk I'm not a huge Fan of what they did with him in this movie I mean I know they Had to focus on Like the other main Characters and I don't know he kind of like it was funny For that bit when they were getting Autographs and all that but the rest of the time, I I don't know, he seemed like just sort of throwaway character where he just stood on the sidelines and like where in the previous Marvel movies, they sort of hammered in or tried to really ham-fist in a plot for him or like an actual storyline for him. Like with Ragnarok, that was cool. And then, you know, his whole... Relationship with Black Widow, which came out of nowhere, by the way. Um, but even then, they you know tried to make him like a little more important than they did in this movie.
1: Yeah. I, th- I don't know. I just think with Hulk though, the past, um, cinematically is very hard for him because like, <laughs> yeah. he had like what two other movies that were like part of Marvel, not part of Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I know. Then he had that one movie with Edward Norton. Um, he just had a struggle with it cinematically. I know. Um, but I liked I liked the Professor Hulk. It was funny. <laughs> um, my friend told me his part it was actually part of the comic book universe, so that's how he actually was. And um, it's interesting now that you mentioned it. Like, you have Cat, uh, Hulk who becomes this like breed of both of it themselves, and then you have this dramatic change with Thor as well, becoming this like piled out like fat. <laughs> Lebowski. Essentially, yeah, big Lebowski, <laughs> Stoner kind of guy. Like, what life? What, what? do you mean, man? Kind of a thing. Like, it's interesting that they use those two to have this ginormous contrast with how they were in the, this the Marvel universe. Um, but how do you feel about Thor being <laughs> like that?
0: I just loved how they kept him like looking like that throughout the whole movie because you know there's you're probably expecting a certain part where you know he gets a makeover or you he gets his get shit yeah he just gets his shit together and like even in the end when they geared up to fight Thanos together him um like the big three he the lightning just like braided his beard and gave him armor <laughs> oh, yeah. but he stayed fat the whole time <laughs> yeah um <laughs> I do I, don't just,
1: know. I yeah. just thought it was funny because like they literally dressed him up as the Big Lousey. <laughs> yeah. like, you guys aren't hiding anything. No, they're it's being, like,
0: like, like, shameless about, I mean, like, what is the Marvel Universe but, you know, a plethora of, like, references. pop culture references, yeah. right?
1: And I thought it was kind of funny because um, I think the development of his character, he sort of figured out what he did, goes at the bottom, and, like, he just, at, even at the end of the movie, he still doesn't know what he's going to do. So it's interesting that he's trying to f- pretty much find himself because he figures out that, like, okay, I'm not good at being a king. I'm not good at being just an earthling. Like, I need to find what I want to do. So that's kind of cool how they did that and how they let him join Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I think for Thor, that's a good development for Thor, first of all. Second of all, his movies don't do that well by <laughs> himself. Like Ooh, not the really. The first two... <laughs> We're kinda of whatever. Ragnarok kinda of picked him back up. Yeah. But I think from now on it's gonna be hard for him Thor himself to have this this movie without okay, Loki. Loki's there. Like <laughs> right. that's one of the big things. He has
0: no family. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no country. He has nothing.
0: No planet. Um and it's
1: it just it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic is gonna work out with Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor.
0: Yeah, you have like a set of a bunch of colorful characters and I just can't wait for that love triangle between Gamora, Thor, and Chris Pratt's character, <laughs> Star-Lord, to happen, because I know it's going to happen. What about Natalie Portman? <laughs> dude. Okay, wait. Can we talk about Natalie Portman's three-second scene <laughs> in the mm, movie? It was the best. It was the best. I, my friends, when I were talking, we were like, dude, I think that scene was literally clipped out of one of her Dior perfume commercials <laughs> because it's literally her just getting out of bed yeah. and then CGI'd Rocket like following yeah, behind following her everything. like she was yeah it was so short insanely <laughs> it was funny
1: best three seconds of my life
0: that probably cost him like 50 million dollars
1: oh, <laughs> um listening don't worry yeah, oh, um, yeah. They also haven't found Gamora yet. We don't know if Gamora is alive yet. My guess is that's going to be she's the next Guardians of the Galaxy. De- she's definitely alive. Do you think she's alive? She's
0: definitely alive. She has to be.
1: <laughs> Alright, so what about Black Widow then? <laughs> Black Widow is super dead. <laughs> how, that makes no sense. How is, no, she's dead. How is Gamora alive and Black Widow not alive?
0: What do you mean?
1: Because <laughs> Gamora died the same way as Black Widow. How is that going to work out? No, that's...
0: Gamora from the past. It's Gamora from the past now. That's alive.
1: Yeah, but she went back to the past.
0: No, she didn't.
1: That's why, yeah, (laughs) she did. Because that's why once he snapped, everyone was gone, including
0: Gamora. They were snapped out of existence. Gamora, like, just disappeared. She wasn't, like, snapped away.
1: But I thought, like, once he snapped, (laughs) that whole timeline was gone.
0: No, he killed everyone. Except for Gamora. Yeah.
1: When, when he snapped. Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah. So you're saying? I'm no, like I, I don't think they would have shown Quill searching for Gamora at the end if mm-hmm. she was dead. That's true. I yeah. But I think that I
1: don't know because I thought when he snapped, it sort of erased the timeline and just stayed with that present timeline.
0: I thought he killed, like, because at that point, they're in their current and they were in their time here we go here's the time stuff here's the time stuff getting complicated okay oh, we'll pause
1: it, we'll pause
0: it we'll okay because we're still talking about there's something else okay okay yeah, um guardians of the galaxy yeah great move for you know the mcu to continue thor's story by you know adding him to the guardians crew um yeah and i'm really excited for like that next movie that James Gunn is apparently back yeah. on, right? Because, you know... <laughs> we
1: also previously we,
0: talked about this. We already. forgive and forget, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, who else do we want to talk about? Um, let me see. Uh, oh, Iron Man. Captain America.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll move on to... Or Black Widow. The two iconic... Three iconic, I guess. Or the three deaths, essentially. The three retirees. Yeah. <laughs> retirees. I think with Black Widow... Which was the least impactful,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But I kind of get it. Um, she dips out for the soul stone, <laughs> and I think with her doing that, I feel like that's going to introduce Hawkeye as the new Black Widow. I guess you know the person that yeah have sort of
0: take her role. Yeah,
1: but has skills. Yeah. Um, you think so? I feel like because that's what it felt like. One because he was out of the movies for a minute. He was not in any like yeah the current movies. And with her dipping out, it seemed like the torch was passed to him. Especially, like, before she was, like, falling. Like, oh, here's the...
0: (laughs) Um. I don't know. It seemed like... Well, I don't know what they'll do with him in the future, but from the time where he was sort of being phased out of the movies, like, they wrote in, like, that he had a family, right? Yeah. And I just assumed that after everything that happened, he was not going to oh, go be a back. part of the Avengers anymore and just be with his family. Because he, you know, tried really hard to get them back. Um, but who knows? That, I don't know.
1: If you think about it, though, he has a very killer mind now. <laughs> he's a Bounder changed hunter man. Past, yeah,
0: he went from a killer to a killer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like he has this, like, bouncer hunter head now. And, like, <laughs> it's crazy that, he, that they kind of gave him that role, because it's so... Like way left. They he becomes
0: a hitman like in yeah. this like desolate world. I feel like they just needed to make him more badass That's or true. something. It did, it did work, though. It I worked, like yeah. It. They gave him a mohawk. They gave him <laughs> murders. They gave him tattoos. Tattoos. I mean, if
1: anyone, cool.
0: <laughs> it worked. <laughs> you uh-huh. hear that?
1: <laughs> but I think... Uh, uh, what's his name? Freaking, oh, I think <laughs> Black Widow... <laughs> retiree was kind of sad and i think it was um it was sort of a big like i'm trying to think in the actual if i was in the marvel universe how big of a sacrifice that was
0: pretty fucking big it's pretty pretty, pretty damn big they couldn't have done what they did without her sacrifice yeah
1: and i think it's interesting that that's how she went out and like and no one was very much heartbroken. <laughs> in fact,
0: I mean, Sorry, they, they gave Hawkeye his moment right after it happened, you know, like where he wakes up, the so- like the stone's in his hand, he kind of cries for a little bit. But then after that, literally the Hulk is like, she's gone, throws a bench. <laughs> we have to move on now. I mean, he was right, but also like, yeah, they didn't spend too much time mourning her death. Not as much time as, obviously, you know, Iron Man or Captain America. I thought it was Captain America
1: for Thor to kind of be sad about it. Or sort of be in denial about it. Because I would have never thought, one, <laughs> Thor to mourn over anyone. <laughs> two, to be, like, sort of in denial and sort of question what happened. Like, what just happened.
0: I feel like Thor, at that point, or in this movie, is just devastated about losing anyone. Everything. Or everything, so even these like i guess quote-unquote smaller deaths like meant so much Mm. you know he's just because i was reading something online where it was like the way thor was acting in the movie was sort of how like a depressed person would act where Uh. you know they become you know a little overweight they don't they pretend they don't really care and that everything's fine And he tries to put on like a happy face but in reality he's like having a really hard time moving on and like just being himself and that i think that's i don't think that's something i even realized during the movie i was you know obviously we're all laughing at how fat he is (laughs) but we're also missing the part where he's like really really fucking sad yeah. yeah he like legit lost everything
1: yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't think about like him actually being depressed. Yeah. And I know, he didn't. Illness. No, I
0: mean, I don't
1: think most of us
0: did. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But that'll be interesting on how Thor gets developed without uh, Black Widow. And yeah, later Scarlet.
0: but um also there's gonna there's a black widow movie in the works a prequel a prequel yeah really so that won't be the last we see of her it's like been confirmed and everything yeah so i mean i'm excited to see you know her origin story and i'm glad to see her play black widow um one more time so hopefully we sort of get catharsis with that movie so we're like a better send off I guess
1: alright so not peace out Scarlet <laughs> <laughs> I guess we are getting your whole spinoff of
0: yeah <laughs>
1: um, but Captain America moving on you feel about Steve
0: America? Rogers I loved his ending from like I don't know I, I'd always thought about, you know, the dance he never got with Peggy Carter and, you know, he finally... Yeah, this was like the part I started crying, I was like, oh my god. Um, yeah, and I really... I'm so glad they, you know, went back to basically the first Captain America movie, didn't forget the love of his life, and they gave him the life he always, like, wanted, that he never got to live. And now he can grow old and die. <laughs>
1: um, I, like the, I like the idea of it. But I didn't think it was that impactful. I feel like everyone kind of forgot that he kind of dipped out. Yeah. But, um. like, thinking about it, though, it's very, very good for him. Because throughout all the movies, he literally has that locket of Peggy, who's probably dead by now. Yeah. Um, she
0: was like an old lady.
1: Yeah, and he's always thinking about her. And even with... I like how they put that more within this movie as well like they kind of like showed him space out in his office. They like
0: reminded you of how much how much he loved her. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um so yeah, I I like that he's able to live his life with the person he loves and sort of die out like that. Um and then pass the torch of being Captain America. That was really cool, but I think <laughs> at the end even in the credits like when they showed all the actors no one clapped for Captain America. We all clapped for Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's why, that's why I was kind of mad about I guess nope. that's not really his fault, but the audience's fault. But I think he could have had more of an, an impact, impactful death, even though it's already really, really well thought out, really well put together. Yeah. On, on how he's phased out of the movies. But um, I just wish the audience and myself like, <laughs> was more emotional and, emotionally impacted by it but still it's still good like i'm sort of going back and forth here but i thought it was a really great way they, they put it together
0: yeah i think with each death there they the directors slash writers um thought about how i guess strongly the audience would feel about each each one like with um black widows i don't think you were really meant to feel too sad for too long about it and then at that point the feeling of sadness would probably just get stronger and stronger like with captain america's send-off i think we were meant to feel happy for him and less sad you know yeah because they didn't you know show him die off screen or anything he it was sort of more of a very serene peaceful like i am happy and happy send-off and then you know i think the reason why iron man's death was so much more impactful, like, ten times than anyone else's. It was because it was, like, you know, he actually died, and we watched it happen. And it was sort of drawn out with, like, the funeral, you know? Yeah. And, like, we got to see how each character was, like, affected by his death, you know? We didn't really get to see that with anyone else's. And if if we did, it was, like, very short. So, I mean, I know the writers thought about, like, how the audience audiences should feel about each one mm-hmm. but yeah i get what you're saying like i think captain america deserved like i don't know i don't i don't even know what i would have wanted to see from his that's the thing. That's why, send like, off I'm i can't saying, even think like, of it it's good and i want or right i'm saying like i want more but
1: what else could they have possibly done yeah so perfect. what they did was perfect do. yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: like i guess i would have like maybe a montage of their marriage together like see, yeah. like, like something like that i mean we saw the dance like that's cool you know but do they have kids like I saw the wedding ring like maybe they could have had you know that montage um that starts in the movie up except a happy version of that <laughs> you know where we watch you know carl and ellie grow old together and then you know die happily together maybe i don't know Alright,
1: that moves on to Iron Man. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. Just thinking about it, it seems like Iron Man is always the hero in these movies. Like, he's always the one to put himself out there for the world, even though sometimes he could be the biggest dick. But he was definitely the lifesaver in this one. And he definitely um, definitely put his stamp on like the whole Marvel Universe. Um, I think it's great that they sort of gave Iron Man more of the tribute. Because in real life, film speaking, he was the first Avenger. The very first Marvel movie was Iron Man. And that sort of blasted off to all the other superhero movies. So I thought it was great that they signed him off the most impactful one. Yeah. Um, Iron Man's my favorite, so I'm pretty bummed. But I love the ending for him. It was great. I think it was really perfect. It just sucks that his <laughs> child has no dad now. I know. Um, but the ending of him just sort of sacrificing himself. Or the part with him looking at Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange is like putting that finger up. And then Iron Man figure out, okay, this is what I gotta do. Seals the glove. Snaps. And he dies <laughs> along with it. I thought it was great. But at the same time, it kind of sucks. Because in the... Desolate Universe he had the best life <laughs> he had the best life he really <laughs> he did though was set. he didn't have to do this he had a kid he had Gwyneth and he was chilling and then, like, <laughs> the vendors come in and say, like, hey we're gonna fuck up your life <laughs> <laughs> we're here to fuck up your life <laughs> ask you to help us cause we're all pretty stupid um but yeah um I'm glad that they did that I don't know if you stayed for the credits but the, I did the, the yeah. hammering in yeah. of him like pretending to make the suit again um pretending <laughs> <laughs> with shout out Robert Downey Jr shout out Iron Man
0: good 10 years
1: what do you think of his death What do you think of uh, the signing off of Iron Man
0: um, it was perfect in every way possible i like that they managed to let his character at least li- like have some years with his wife and child and then kill him. and then you know they gave him a chance to like be a hero so in a sense like he sort of got a chance to live a full life um even though you know he didn't get to see his daughter like grow up or anything but you know at least he had a chance to experience being a father um and I liked how he saw his dad in the past Oh, that yeah. was like that was a, good scene. a really cool that was a, that like really cool. moment um that I didn't ex- like I honestly did not expect me neither because I know he had
1: a complicated history like his father was kind of hard to him but he also loves Tony and Tony also loved him so it was kind of interesting to see that interaction like it had nothing to do with the story but it was great like <laughs> Yeah that
0: that. It was kind of well thinking back at it it was sort of a clue to you that he was going to die like okay. in the end like like why else would he you know meet like have a, like a really emotional scene with his dad yeah. if it wasn't sort of a goodbye or like one of the last things he'd say to him um the funeral for Iron Man Two was very interesting because
1: it was like an ode to him again. Like you have all the people, and I don't know if you knew the like, who the kid was. There's this random kid standing.
0: By Dude, themselves. I did not know who that random yeah, kid was. Yeah, I was like,
1: who is this kid? I like <laughs> asked Chris. I asked everyone, I was like, who is this kid? And he's the kid from Iron Man Three.
0: Oh my god! Yeah,
1: they gave him the garage. Oh my god! Door watch. He's like grown up now.
0: And that's that's him. crazy. I like did. I did not like. That movie at all, so I think I wiped it out of my memory. <laughs> but that's crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was wondering who that kid was, and I what don't. This kid? This is- <laughs> I didn't think much of it after like he passed. I was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, Good to know.
1: It was. Damn, he's so old now. Yeah, it was oh my interesting on the bodyguard guy. I forgot his name. And then Tony Stark's daughter. He's like, oh, what do you want to eat? Oh, like, John Favreau. Yeah. That's from the first movie. Yeah. Which is kind of nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, okay. How could you allow cheeseburgers you want? Your dad loves cheeseburgers. (laughs) Get them done. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I, I think it was a perfect send off. Um, r.i.p robert downey jr (laughs) r.i.p downey stark (laughs) you're still alive robert downey jr what will you do next man you just chill out to be honest seriously rolling in that retirement money you don't need to do anything else this should be your last role just kidding um yeah after or like you know when he died i was sort of like thinking about the future of the marvel universe and it sort of felt like a little shaky because i had no idea like what was gonna be next you know like who's gonna hold up the mantle that iron man held up you know that sense of like security was like gone, and i i sort of okay i don't want to say i was scared but for a split second i was like oh my god what, who is, what's gonna happen? Like, <laughs> are the movies still gonna do well without Robert Downey Jr.? That's true. And, like, I guess that goes to show how much, you know, those movies have impacted me over these last few years, even though, you know, you and I aren't, like... The biggest fans. Like, die-hard crazy fans, but, you know, it's still it was still part of, like, us growing up, I guess. Ten yes. years is a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Ten years ago, I was, like, fucking 14. Like, we were starting like high school isn't that crazy yeah oh, oh my gosh anyways that's another that's <laughs> another topic <laughs> um but yeah and i didn't i was surprised at how you know emotional i got about that um i don't know how you felt josh but how scale <laughs> that
1: snap happened i was like oh no not not not
0: iron man not nah, but you knew it you knew it on the inside um my friend
1: afterwards was just like what iron man i don't like the movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my god
1: like but he was joking but like yeah i was like the same way i was like damn that's like my favorite one that's my favorite
0: Avenger yeah do you see yourself caring about the movies as much as you did without iron man in the universe now
1: i mean because i mean yeah because thinking about it they're not going to have another Avengers movie. you know. It's not going to be called... If it's going to be like
0: the new Avengers. Yeah, it's going to be
1: something else. So I think it's fine now. Um, I wish he was in it a little more, just because I like how he had the relationship <laughs> with Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. And I like
1: that relationship, so it kind of sucks that he's not going to have that with him. Um, but yeah, he's my favorite Avenger, so it kind of sucked for me. And But like at the same time, I'm satisfied with how he ended and how it, they kind of retired him.
0: tears Um, yeah and just speaking of the future of the MCU I'm guessing from here it's gonna be more you know female led and like you know with Captain Marvel I'm guessing taking up maybe both the mantle of Iron Man and Captain America I don't know of anyone else who or another maybe they will introduce another character I think Doctor Strange would be a good replacement for Robert Downey Jr. Just because, or sorry,
1: Iron Man, because he's kind of like this smart, snarky kind of guy, and he has this interesting universe to get into. Um, So I think he could be replacing him as one. Um, But what do you think about uh, Captain Marvel in the movie? Because I feel like the only relevance (laughs) of her was saving Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) and then dips out until the end of the movie. Yeah,
0: I mean, okay, so I'm coming from a place where I did not see Captain Marvel, Um, so this was my first time seeing her on screen, but I was told that I didn't even need to watch her movie to, like, what's it called? Make sense of this movie because her role was so... not that important, like what you were saying. She didn't... I mean, she really just showed up at the end and in the beginning right and i kind of got a gist of her character where like where she blatantly like literally says like earth isn't the only like planet i have to like take care of and all that and i was like oh okay like that gives like a reason why she's not gonna be here for the rest of the fucking movie right um yeah and she sort of felt like like a device that they use to kind of just save everyone like what is that called deus like ex machina not ex machina Machina. (laughs) deus ex whatever um latin for like hand of god or something Uh. um but yeah she just felt like super op she just blasted her ships around like you know her force field thing and then you know she had some difficulty with thanos and you know the only real reason why she, like, couldn't kill him was because she got punched away. <laughs> like, okay, the <laughs> and then that
1: dope scene with her though, she's like, or where Tomon was like, how are you gonna get through that? And then all the girls come assemble. It's like she has help. That part was dope. I was like shit. That's tight. Let's talk about
0: that scene. All right. So okay, I liked it. But also, it felt a little forced. Like, they kind of had to put it in there. It was, like, sort of gratuitous. And like, they were really banking on this, like, female cast to, like... Gratuitous? Yeah, gratuitous.
1: That part was gratuitous? Yeah. You didn't think the whole fucking ending scene was gratuitous with all them coming in? Okay, okay. No,
0: like, that. just that one part, like... I mean, I guess it came out of nowhere. I don't know. It did not feel natural. Even
1: as a female, you feel that way.
0: What do you mean? <laughs> I can still have an opinion. No, I'm not. I'm even as that. a you female, didn't,
1: you didn't think you didn't like that part, or you didn't. Feel no,
0: that I way. liked it. It just didn't. Like at this point in time, I understand that it's not gonna feel like it's normal. It like with the whole movement, like it's not. It still has to be not forced, but it just felt forced. I really? don't know. yeah. I liked it. I didn't. I'm glad you liked it. I liked it too. Like nor, nor... I was like, yeah, female representation, but also, why does this feel
1: so forced? No, I didn't think it was forced either. I thought I was like, all right, let's get it. I didn't. I, like, <laughs> I let's get it. <laughs> I didn't think it was forced or, um, like, of course I'm gonna feel like okay they put that for representation, but I didn't feel like, oh, they did that just because that. Yeah. They did it because it looked cool too. Like I, I didn't have any sort of negative feelings for it. I just thought it was, oh, that's dope. Way (laughs) to, like, represent the females and sort of foresee the future with Marvel and how they're going to be with the females, so...
0: What's it called? Did you read online about how there was, like, the first openly gay character in the MCU in the Avengers, in the Avengers movie? No. It was the beginning where Captain America has that, like, whole little circle, like, little talk with, like, it looked like Alcohol's Anonim- like uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, but they were talking about, like, moving on from, like, their struggles and all that, and the guy who was, like, mainly talking was actually one of the Russos, like, one of the directors, um, I think it's Anthony Russo, and he was playing this openly gay character and even if he himself was not gay and they made it like a mildly like big deal like in the press saying like oh yeah like we felt that it was really important to you know include the first like openly gay character and I felt like it had to be one of us and I don't know and like I think that's why I mean I did feel salty about not salty but I had, like, some negative feelings towards the gratuitous, like, female, you know, scene or whatever (laughs) the fuck. Um, And then, I don't know, that sort of thing just hammered it home to me, where they're, like, real honestly, it feels like they're just banking on these representations, and they're not actually honestly just putting them on screen because it's important. It feels like they want to, like, check every box to, like, I don't know So that No one like Hates on him
1: I did not know that 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 was One of the directors And he like Made a point Making him gay Yeah That's kind of interesting Um (laughs) But your whole part representation I think Yeah it does seem like They're trying to get The bang for their buck But at the same time I really don't have A problem with it
0: Yeah it's like A weird It's like a really good thing Like I'm really glad This is happening And I hope It gets to a point Where I don't feel Like I guess, paranoid in a way, where I'm like, oh no, they're just doing it for the money, they don't actually care.
1: (laughs) I know, but still, even if they don't care, I guess, it's still making this sort of community unite together. Like, I always see kids with Black Panther stuff, and like, with Captain Marvel stuff, I think it opens up this realm of representation, regardless if they do actually care. I mean, because if they don't, they don't, but if they do, that's cool too. Yeah. It's still creating this sense of um, inclusiveness with kids and us and everything, so I think I don't really care if it's for the money or if it's for the trend. I think it's good either way.
0: If it's working, then it's good. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, is there anything else? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my gosh. As long as we pretend. Um, I guess we can just talk about... I don't know. The only person we haven't really talked about was... Oh, how did you feel about Falcon? Um, or... I don't know the character sam being past um the mantle of captain america uh, <laughs> I, don't have, I don't really have an opinion
1: um obviously i guess he had to pass the shield to someone <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> but uh, my friend said that in the comics as well that's what happens is that he becomes uh, captain america as well as of now i don't really have an opinion because the Captain America movies aren't that impactful for me, to be honest. Like, I didn't think they're a standout film.
0: Oh, not even a Civil War. I mean, not Civil War. What's called the one before? Exactly.
1: <gasps>
0: How could he? Oh my God! What was the one exactly. with Bucky in it?
1: Civil War. A uh, Civil War. Yeah. Civil War. <laughs> I thought that was okay. It was cool.
0: You thought it was okay?
1: Yeah. I really liked it. What do you? What's your opinion about him being Captain America?
0: Um... I don't know. I think he was sort of so put in the background, like, I kind of forgot of... I mean, I forgot how important that character was to Steve Rogers uh-huh. and, like, what they went through together. Um, so, like, him passing the mantle onto him felt, like, really random, but then... I was like wait he was like really important to him before so i guess yeah i don't know if their relationship was just not hammered in like strong enough for me to be like oh "Oh my god they were like close friends and now you know he was like his mentor and he's passing the torch to him how amazing but it wasn't like that i was like oh yeah oh okay like i guess Cause my friend thought it was gonna be Bucky. Yeah,
1: that's what everyone was thinking was gonna be. Cause that relationship was, gonna be was Bucky. like yeah.
0: forged super strong. You're <laughs> like, ah, yeah, Bucky. <laughs> but can you really see Bucky being Captain America? No, cause he already has no <laughs> like, metal arms and all he's that stuff. He's not. He's like also. He can't be that like symbol of hope. Yeah, Bucky. Bucky like, does not <laughs> like embody sim like hope at all yeah because he
1: definitely has so like a somewhat troubled past yeah that's just not (laughs) that's not him and he already has metal arms what else what else could we give him a freaking shield
0: what else could he give him you already get one toy you can't have two (laughs) only one (laughs) um yeah overall i really like the movie i had a lot of fun with it um i'm excited to see i'm excited slash scared of what's coming next. I think the next Marvel movie is Spider-Man? Homecoming? Or not Homecoming. Um, far From Home. Yeah, Far From Home. Um. So I'm excited for Jake Hall, <laughs> most oh, of all. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of scared, but also excited, because it's literally an end of an era. Literally end of an era. <laughs> um, and I just want to... I guess it's going to be interesting to see... How they play out all the characters that are currently in the universe. Um, If they're going to have this giant crossover movie ever again. Just how it's going to play out from here on out. It's going to be really, really interesting to see where they go with it. I think um, it's going to open up a lot of doors for certain people. And for creativity. So we'll see what happens next. That's it. Yeah, I'm good. And that's it for Avengers... This has been Watch With Sound
0: First episode First episode no. <laughs> I don't to say
1: that I do to say that This has been Watch With Sound And my name is Josh Landicho And I'm Carmela Ocampo Thanks for listening Keep on Watching or listening I don't know <laughs> One of those two oh, we're, we're, That's our name so yeah.
0: <laughs> that's our name so do it keep on keeping on keep, on, <laughs> keep calm and keep on keep, keep on keep on <laughs>